Welcome everyone. My name is Dr. Lori Little, and I'm a clinical psychologist, mindfulness coach, psychedelic therapist, wife, and mom. My passion is helping people learn to listen to and trust their inner healing intelligence, that part of us that is always moving towards health and growth. Ultimately, when we allow our inner healing intelligence to be our guide, we can stop looking outside of ourselves for answers. We can experience more joy, more peace, and more connection with others than we may have ever thought possible. Although it may sound simple, it is by no means easy. Join me as we discuss the many challenges and opportunities that listening to your inner healing intelligence can bring to your life. Welcome everyone to the very first episode of Inner Healing Intelligence. My name is Dr. Lori Little, and as I shared in the introduction, I'm a clinical psychologist, a coach, and a psychedelic therapist, and I have been practicing for nearly 25 years. I'm so excited to be launching this podcast, and in this first episode, I'm going to be sharing a little bit about why I decided to create this podcast and what you can expect to hear from me so you can decide if this is the right show for you. I'll share with you how I define inner healing intelligence and why it is essential for us to learn how to listen to and to trust it. I'm also going to be talking a little bit about psychedelic medicine, and as I'm aware that for many of you, this might seem like a pretty far out there topic, but I'm really hoping that you will keep an open mind as I talk more about how psychedelics are connected to this topic. So let's start with who I am and why you should be even listening to me in the first place. On the professional side, I have seen thousands of patients over the last 25 years, and I've learned a thing or two about what causes people pain and then how to alleviate it. My professional training is in a type of therapy called dialectical behavior therapy, or DBT, which is a type of therapy that is based in mindfulness practices, and it really focuses on teaching people how to love themselves exactly as they are, but also learn new ways of thinking, behaving, and feeling. On a more personal side, I have myself struggled with depression and anxiety for most of my life, and so I'm trying to be as real and as authentic as I can be to help those of you who may also struggle know that you are not alone and to offer some hope. I decided to create this podcast to achieve two goals. My primary goal is ultimately about helping as many people as I can. By doing primarily one-on-one therapy, I'm really limited to the number of people that I can help. And as I have entered my 50s, I'm entering a new phase in my career where I'm really wanting to expand, to grow, and take on new challenges. So creating this podcast is a part of that journey. 
My second goal is to reduce the stigma that is often still associated with mental health as well as psychedelic medicines. Although I do feel that people overall are slowly getting more and more comfortable talking openly about mental health and being more transparent about their own struggles with mental illness, I still feel like there is so much more work to be done. There is also a significant stigma still surrounding the use of psychedelic medicines. Many people do not even know the decades of research that we have on how psychedelic medicine can help people with depression, anxiety, trauma, and even addiction. And it is very possible that within the next couple of years, certain psychedelic medicines such as MDMA or psilocybin are going to be legalized for mental health treatment. We have a lot of research that supports the use of psychedelic medicine for mental health and uh, addiction. And so part of my goal in creating this podcast is to increase awareness and really to help get people prepared for this cultural change. What can you expect by listening to this podcast? Here we are going to talk about what is the inner healing intelligence, as well as how we can listen to it, how we can learn how to trust it. We're going to be covering topics such as increasing our emotional awareness, how can we manage our feelings more effectively, how to build more joy, more peace into our lives. We will be talking about how to build more meaning and more purpose, how to be more present in life instead of always chasing the next shiny object or thing outside of us that we think is going to bring us joy. We will also be talking about the importance of connection and vulnerability if we really do want to have a more meaningful life. So let's get started. What do I mean when I say inner healing intelligence? What is that? What, is, what even is that? So the way I think of inner healing intelligence is this very deep part within ourselves that is always moving towards health and towards growth. And when we learn how to listen to it, this inner wisdom can guide us and it can guide us in our decision making and can guide us towards having more peace and joy in our lives. So whether we know it or not, everyone has this inner wisdom. Some people may call it intuition. In DBT, we call it wise mind. But in the psychedelic space, we refer to it as the inner healing intelligence. But in order to get in touch with this aspect of ourselves, we really need to learn how to be comfortable and skilled at sitting in silence. And this can be really, really difficult for a lot of us. We need to learn how to go deep within ourselves and to notice what is there without any judgment. 
So as you can imagine, there are a lot of things that get in the way with learning how to do this. I can sometimes get a lot of pushback from patients where people will say, I don't think that I have this inner healing intelligence. I don't think I ever had it. I don't trust myself. Uh, so there are a lot of reasons why we may have lost touch with our inner healing intelligence or why we may feel we never even had it. The first issue that can get in the way is our history of chronic invalidation or even different forms of abuse. And when I say chronic invalidation, what I mean is that if you grew up frequently being told that you either were not feeling something that you thought you were feeling, or if you were told that you shouldn't be feeling a certain way, that's what we call invalidation. When I say invalidation, I don't just mean occasional. What I really mean is a chronic invalidation where you grew up in an environment that told you you were not thinking, feeling, or acting okay. So the most basic example of this might be a child says to their parents, I'm really hungry, and the parents say back to the child, you're not hungry, you're just tired. And that is understandably really confusing for the child because the child believes and is sensing that they're hungry, but are being told that that's not really what's going on. So when you frequently receive those types of messages of you don't feel that way or you shouldn't feel that way, that obviously would lead us to having a lot of doubt about our own inner workings and our even our own body sensations. So I would say that's probably the number one issue is growing up in an invalidating environment. Chronic invalidation or a history of verbal, physical, uh, or even sexual abuse can be probably the biggest barrier to us learning how to love and to trust ourselves. A second piece that I also hear is when people struggle with being impulsive or a history of making some less than stellar decisions. If you have a tendency to think or speak before you act, if you are aware that you have made some choices in your life which have been hurtful to yourself or to others, um, that these behaviors can really make it difficult for us to trust that we'll be making better decisions in the future. When you have a history of engaging in self-sabotaging behaviors, it makes it really more challenging for you to trust yourself moving forward. So part of what we'll talk about is how this connects to mindfulness, learning how to slow down, reduce that impulsivity, the skills that you need to think before you speak or act so that you can really live your life in alignment with your core values. The last issue that I hear frequently that people will share about why this is really hard for them is a fear of what might come up if we actually slow down and sit and sit in silence many folks have fears about what might come up. If you tend to be a person who is 
prone to feeling shame, feeling not good enough, not worthy. If you tend to be a perfectionist, you have unreasonably high standards for yourself, this is going to be really, really difficult for you to give yourself permission to look at what is inside of you without judgment. If you really struggle with being kind and compassionate to yourself, this is going to be scary for you to look within because you imagine that you will be critical and shaming. So learning how to trust your inner wisdom really first starts with noticing and being aware of those inner critics, maybe our inner bully, uh, that part of us that can be very unkind to ourselves. So we'll be talking a lot about how to notice that and really how to move towards changing that so that we can speak to ourselves and think internally in very kind, compassionate, and loving ways. Lastly, in this podcast, we are going to be talking more about the role of psychedelic medicine and how psychedelics can increase our connections to our inner wisdom. So I'm very aware that for many of you, this may sound weird or scary, uh, and that's totally okay. Many of you probably grew up just like I did in the era of the 70s, 80s, or even before where we had very strong media messages of don't do drugs, drugs are going to kill you. And many of you, when you think about psychedelics, you might have some pretty scary images that come to your mind of people jumping off of buildings or acting all crazy and out of control. I certainly had those images when I first became aware of the use of psychedelics over a decade ago. And those messages that I had about the dangers of drugs and this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs. I remember that commercial so clearly. These are the things that many of us think about when we think about psychedelics. So for now, I would just encourage you, if this is an area that you are not familiar with, to just try to have an open mind. Um, For many of you, this may not be new to you and so that's fantastic if this is new for you and sounds pretty far out there i get it i would just encourage you to try to stay open and that even if psychedelic medicines are not for you personally there really might be a lot of wisdom to be gained from others who are in that space i am really most interested in what is most important to you so please let me know what topics you would like to see in this podcast. You can check out my website. I'm at laurielittle.com and that's L-A-U-R-I-E. For free resources, I have worksheets and handouts and other downloadable information. I share a little bit more about what is dialectical behavior therapy and try to provide additional education about mental health and mental illness. So please reach out. Let me know if there's a specific topic that you would like to discuss. I want to thank you so much for being with me on this very first episode, and I look forward to being on this journey with you together. I'll see you in the next episode. 
thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to learn more, you can reach me at laurielittle.com where I share additional free resources and lots of information. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could write a review and share it with a friend. See you in the next episode.